Welcome to That's Not Cinema, a movie podcast, a reason to talk about movies. I'm your host, Jeffrey Hemingway. Today's movie is Avengers Endgame, and I'm so excited to talk about this movie. I've been wanting to talk about this movie. It was my number four movie of 2019. And we'll we'll get into the details from there. <laughs> Take it away, Marty. Value of a film that's like a uh, theme park film, for example, uh, in a Marvel type pictures, where where the theaters become amusement parks. That's a different experience. And it's like it's not even. It's a, I was saying earlier, it's not cinema. It's something else. 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 Okay, at this point, I hope you guys know how this goes. Let's break down the info. Avengers Endgame, directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, produced by the one and only and our Lord and Savior, Kevin Feige, (laughs) starring Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Mark Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Jeremy Renner, and many, many, many more. Runtime of 182 minutes. It could have been way longer, and I would have been absolutely fine with it. It released in theaters April 26, 2019. It released on DVD and Blu-ray and streaming and all that good stuff. July 30th, 2019. Studio, Marvel Studios, of course. The cost, reportedly, $356 million to make. A box office, a world record-breaking box office of 2.8 billion that's a billion would it be 2.8 billion dollars passing avatar for that record and the rotten tomato score which means everything and means nothing all at the very same time critics scored it a 94 percent and audience scored it a 90 percent all right let's drop into the summary which is pretty short After the devastating events of Avengers Infinity War in 2018, the universe is in ruins. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to reverse Thanos' actions and restore balance to the universe. What were my expectations headed in to Avengers Endgame? Okay, so let's lay out my biases (laughs) real quick for... This will be a re- rehash for those who know, and you know this will be some new information for for new listeners. I'm a huge comic book fan, like like the type of comic book fan that has nothing but comic book characters tattooed all over his arm, type of comic book fan. And so I've been around since. Not <laughs> to sound so old, since comic book movies weren't the prevalent thing at the theater right since they weren't the big height of the theater you know what i mean um and so to be where we are now to where we where we've got talking trees and talking raccoons you know from where we started where at a certain point you were only able to get a superman movie the christopher reeves in the 70s or a or I'm not that old, but, um you know uh, uh um a batman in 89 um um I saw that I was born in 1990, uh, but you know, and then so on and so forth, and then that leads into start we start getting to some Marvel properties, and you get Blade in in the late 90s, and then you get um, X Men in the 2000s, and then that leads into Spider Man, uh, the Sony Sam Raimi Spider Mans, and then that you know snowball effect continues to go, and then now here we are talking raccoons and talking trees, um, and Thanos. <laughs> 
of course, Thanos. Um, and so, right. So here we are. So, you know, I'm an active and avid comic book reader still to this day. And I've seen every single one of these movies, starting with Iron Man in 2008. So I've been there from the beginning. So to finally get here 11 years later, 22 films later, and to be at this culmination. I was fucking excited and my expectations were through the fucking roof. I could not wait to see this movie. I was anticipating this movie the way they obviously ended it off of Infinity War, as the summary stated. To leave you on such a cliffhanger, Empire State, uh, 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 Empire Strikes Back, um, style. And to wait a whole year <laughs> to get that, you know, luckily for us, it was only a year. And back then, for the Star Wars movies, you had to wait uh, about three years before you saw what happened. So luckily, we only had to wait a year. But, you know, all that being said, my expectations were through the roof. I, 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 this was one of my most highly anticipated movies. Um, not just as a movie fan, but just also as a comic book fan, you know? And so the the comic book genre is one of those genres where regardless of how good or how bad it is, I will go and watch it. It's just one of those things where, again, like I just said, I was around when they weren't so prevalent. And then I was around when you could only get Superman or Batman movies because that's the only thing Hollywood found or deemed viable at the time. You know, you got lucky when with the a blade. And then obviously we hop into X-Men and Spider-Man and so on and so forth. But, you know, you would kind of just get a bunch of Batman movies all the time because that's all anybody really cared about as far as it came to comic books. So to get to the point to where we are now, where we're just being introduced with a ton of heroes that you'd never thought you'd see on the big screen, it's 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 a joyous moment. You know what I mean? And so to go from that to where we are now and being at this point at this point, you know, when this movie came out. Yeah, expectations were through the roof. But with that being said, I was also nervous as all hell because, look, if you've been watching anything <laughs> like, you know, uh, um, when it comes to endings, whether it be movies, whether it be, you know, classic TV shows, you know, uh, funny enough, at the same time, that same weekend, Avengers Endgame came out, uh, Game of Thrones was starting their final season. And as we all know, at this point, if you watch Game of Thrones or you, you know, haven't been living under a rock. Avengers Endgame stuck the landing in Game of Thrones, not so much. And so, what the rarity in that is actually sticking the landing. And it's pretty hard to do. Even with the greatest of shows, it's hard to stick the landing. The Sopranos, to the, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, um, I th- people would argue Breaking Back st- stuck the landing. Um, you know, so on and so forth. You, you can, you can kind of keep going with, with, with however many shows, Seinfeld, whatever. It's hard to stick the landing. You know, most people are end up disappointed with finales. They just have lost. The loss is another one. They're all starting to pop in my head now. You know, the landing's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to stick the landing. And so it's more rare to, to, to nail that landing than to botch it, which most things do. So as much and as excited as I was to go and see this movie, I was so nervous because I just wanted them to nail it. I just wanted them to stick the landing. And, you know, and, and, and not in the sense that this is going to be the last thing and we're never going to see it again. Obviously, if you're a comic book reader, you know, comic books don't end and comic book characters don't die, you know. So 
obviously I knew we were getting more Marvel movies after this. This is we already knew what was coming up after this. They were working on Spider Man Far From Home. I like I get that. But just to end this book, you know what I mean, as as they've kinda like to coin it so far from uh, from the Marvel side, the the Infinity Saga is one book and now we're now we're entering and starting the new book. But to finish and close this book and to nail it the way they did obviously before I saw it, I didn't know if that was possible because again, it's pretty rare to nail it. So as again, as excited as I was, I'm repeating myself, but as excited as I, as I was, I was also super, super, super nervous that they wouldn't be able to nail it. So that's me heading into it. Right. So now we set the scene. I bought my tickets early. I took off of work. <laughs> I saw this movie three times. Um, that weekend, that opening weekend, I I saw a twelve o'clock showing. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw a yeah a midnight showing for it, and then I saw a twelve p.m. that next day, and then I saw a five p.m. that same day. So that Friday going into Saturday, um, saw it once that Friday. Or I guess it would technically be all be Saturday, but you know you get it. Um, I just I just. I just had to. Ultimately, I ended up seeing it about five times in theaters, and I, I've lost count of how many times I've watched it. I watched it at home. Um, it's it, you know, it's it's just it's just one of those movies for me, you know. And and in this and in this instance, usually I would like an empty theater, but this is Avengers Endgame. I know everybody's coming out of the woodwork. You don't make two point eight billion dollars if not everybody's coming out to see this movie. So in this instance, I didn't mind, and you kind of want to see it, and especially like a, you know, the reason why you go to a midnight show is because you want to be around your fellow nerds. You want to be around your fellow comic book nerds and watch that, right? So th- in that instance, I was fine. You know what I mean? Like, of course, I had my patented chicken tenders, honey mustard, and my blue raspberry icy, and I was ready. I was so ready. Uh, for to see this movie and so i get into my tweet review after i watch it for the first time i think no i think i officially tweeted after i saw it the second time i wanted to kind of give it some time let it sink in and then obviously rewatch it because i was going to watch it the very next uh day um or whenever i woke back up after seeing it the first time and so i saw it the second time came out the theater and my tweet was very simple like i it was one of those, and, and and I felt so good about it. I didn't need to. Honestly, very similar to um, my kind of tweet review for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where it was, I didn't feel the need to get so analytical about the review of it. You know what I mean? So it, it was just very simple. It was phenomenal with with a crying emoji face <laughs> because I was in tears, <laughs> in tears of joy. By the way, tears tears of joy, of course. Um, so that was uh that was it. That was a tweet review. Short, sweet, and simple. Now, <laughs> my overall review, I, I, as I was just t- touching on, as I was so nervous to go in and just wanting them to nail it, that was just prevalent at the top of my mind. They nailed it. They did it. You know, they actually did it. How they did that, I don't know. But they did it. And they closed the book. And it's a great book, <laughs> you know, 11 years, 22 films, book closed. And I was just so happy that they were able to nail it. And 
I could have t- I could have taken more. Like I said, runtime 182 minutes. You could have made this movie four hours for all I care. Like I, you, this movie could have been. You could have made it as long as possible for me. And I I just I just love this movie. And I just love. I don't know what I love more the movie or the fact that we were able to get to this point. It's probably honestly a combination of the two, right? It's like that you were there at the start in 08 and then there at the end in 2018, I think, or 2019, whenever it came out. Um, Yeah, 2019. And to be there and see that whole journey, and obviously they weren't all, they weren't all the best, but they, for the most part, like, Marvel's pretty flawless, man. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like every franchise, they have their dumps, you know, they have their low moments for sure. But even the low moments kept me entertained. You know, I can go back and watch even some of the worst movies. Um, and I'd still get a smile and still get a laugh and still be able to take something out of it. And so to get to that point to where we come here and have this movie and it be that damn good, (laughs) you know, and it be that damn good. I was just, man, I was, uh, it felt like Nirvana. It felt like ecstasy. Like I was, I was, I was just so joyous <laughs> of, of how great. And, and again, just tears of joy walking out of the theater, man, from the performances to the characters, to the action scenes, to the sentiment, to the, to the heartfeltness of it, you know, the, probably some of that you didn't think would be in it. And I, I loved it that much more for it. Um, I know, I think some people may have even complained about, and maybe felt like it had a slow start because of that. But I felt like, especially coming off of infinity war, if we would have just jumped straight into the action, I would have felt like it would have been a misstep and it, and it would have been a, a disservice in a sense to just jump straight into the action and not allow these characters to actually, sit in and let sink in what just happened to them you know even so so much so that obviously in the movie you get to a point to where it's in boom five years later and it's like yeah they've had to live with this and they couldn't live with it but they've had to move on from it and i i I loved it that much more for it you know what i mean like we're gonna get to moments in and scenes and lines and all that and and most of it may be you know, for the most part, a lot of it's, you know, towards the end, obviously with the, the great climactic, climactic moments. But I think, I think I, I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on speaking towards that, those quieter moments, the, the, the smaller conversations between Black Widow and Captain America, where they're just like, Hey man, Hey friend, how are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like there's not many times you, those are honestly some of my favorite, um, comic book moments right and we're just reading the comic books where characters are just able to hang out with each other and care for each other and check up on each other and see what's up you know what i mean obviously the action's great you want to be entertained but for me honestly that's also entertaining as well to to be able to see that displayed on screen and the fact that they were they were were conscious enough to want to take those moments and 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 let you dwell in them for a bit and, and experience them with the the characters on the screen because you've been with them for so long like yeah i i also wanna like yeah let me see how they're feeling let let, let me know what they're thinking you know let me let's let's not just 
all right, we got to quickly get and beat up Thanos. You know what I mean? Let's like, how are we doing this? Let's get straight to the action. You know, and I know that's probably what most people would have wanted. I think that's probably why most people um, say they enjoyed Infinity War more than they enjoyed Endgame. But honestly, for me, those, those quiet moments are so special. And, and, and it's honestly what makes this movie. And it, yeah, and it makes the movie the more better for it because of those those smaller moments, the the meetings that, um, you know, Cap is holding, you know, just to kind of get people back to back to living their lives and kind of trying to move on. And again, the, the conversation between between um, Cap and, and Widow and and the moments of Widow going to find, you know, Clint and. You know, just just again, just those moments, the conversation between Hulk and Thor and Thor going through what he's gone through and and Thor being able to speak to his mom and and her kind of having to set his head straight. You know, though, like those, you know, I'm starting to get into some later categories, but, you know, I I, I just I just don't want to miss the the opportunity to to speak on those moments because i was the talk around for the most part i was because you can't have a good thing for too long so obviously it quickly went to well which one was better was it infinity war or was it avengers in game you know it's like how about we just enjoy what the fuck we just got but you know whatever <laughs> I, just, I just i definitely want to speak on those those what people may have called quote-unquote slower m- moments or the slow start to the movie I man that that's what really made the movie for me honestly was was those moments you know Tony coming back for the first time in the conversation and the and the true anger he had, you know, at Cat and that they in Infinity War that they were separate and they weren't together. You promised we would fight together and you and we weren't together. You weren't there. You know, and I like though like I want I I want those moments. You know what I mean? And maybe that's maybe that's the the other kind of film uh uh moviegoer as i am as well whereas like i obviously I, I like the slower moment like i i love a marriage story you know what i mean I, I i love a i love a once upon a time in hollywood i love a, you know those moments that are the movies that'll take a i love a, a waves or a jojo rabbit or whatever whatever it may be um a her of the master what those kind of moments where it's like two people talking in a room you know i i get it if you're coming in obviously for a, a bing bang boom comic book movie that's not really what you want but i think that i honestly i think that's what made the movie that much more better that we were able to get that you know so that's that's overall thoughts there (laughs) i want to i want to go too long on that um so far so best moments so basically what i'm going to do for the next couple categories since i'm I'm running this as a as a solo pod i'm going to give two runner-ups and then i'm going to give my answer for what the categories are so for best moment of of the movie and uh, you guys probably already know already know the answer to this but just obviously wanted to mention um some other some other runner-ups for this moment cap is worthy so man this this was one of those moments where it's like okay this is the reason why you go to the theater right it was such a callback to Age of Ultron, where they where they're having again another one of those quiet moments, and the characters are just able to hang out and 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 talk to each other, and have a few drinks and play a couple games, and and obviously it comes up to hey, who can anybody want to see if they can lift the hammer, you know, and then they kind of go around and and Cap nudges it a bit, right? And, but that that's like what 2014, 2015, uh, uh, Age of Ultron was. So now you get to twenty nineteen, you get to four or five years later. And to bring that back in the heat of the battle 
you know, and you just get to see that hammer lift up. And obviously you're at the moment, you're thinking like, okay, it's coming to Thor, you know, who else, who else has the ability to, you know, bring that up like that. And no, Wizards past Thor lands in the hand of Steve Rogers, <laughs> Captain fucking America. And when I tell you, this is typically a wrestling term. When I tell you the theater popped, like physically popped, man, it's been a while since I've the uh, the last time I felt that felt something like that in a theater was Thor's entrance into Wakanda, like like that kind of like, man, it's getting pretty desperate. We're on our heels here, and here, boom, and it and it it what and what made it so much better right was that again it was that callback from earlier it was kind of one of those moments and this movie's littered with it right with the with the homages and the callbacks and the references you had to have been there it's kind of one of those things like people may call it fan service and fan service may have a negative connotation or what or whatever but good fan service is good fan service you know what i mean so to have it be one of those things was like yeah you had to be there to know how much this means, right? But I also think it worked so much so effectively that you also, if you hadn't seen it, you still kind of would have been like, shit, Captain left the hammer? Like, I'm still kind of, you know what I mean? But for the most part, especially at that midnight showing, we all knew what was up. And Cap lifting that hammer was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what I mean? It was it was just one of those. Um, so yes, yeah, so... And that's a runner. Like that's where we're starting. Runner up. Cap. Cap is worthy. <laughs> that's a, that's a runner up. Um, okay, so second runner up. Another cap moment. Avengers, assemble. Avengers. Assemble. Look, and this again, this is another one where he through the 11 years and 22 movies, he hadn't said it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had not said it. And again, it's one of those things where you had to be there. You had to have seen Iron Man in 08 to get to this point in 2019 and to know, yeah, you realize Cap has never said Avengers Assemble. Like you never said the that's kind of like the thing you think he would have said the thing. He never said the thing until you get to Avengers Endgame. And then he did the thing, <laughs> you know, and then he did the thing. And it was like, you, once you thought you couldn't, once you thought the theater popped once, it popped again. <laughs> and he said Avengers Assemble, like, and you're getting to see all those heroes all come together, all fight for the earth, all fight for their lives. And all being led by one of the most honorable people that can that's ever been created <laughs> um or scratch that not created ever been born you know because he was he was captain america before the super soldier serum that's the whole point so have him in that and lead grasping milner once again avengers assemble and then just we're on the attack just man just the. I'm talking like, dude, 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just like, whew, man, what a moment. What a moment. And yet, not the pick. <laughs> Still not the pick, right? And I think, look, I think the pick is fairly obvious, right? And I am Iron Man. I am inevitable. Pretty, I mean, how can you, how, how how can it not, how can it not be Tony Stark and a guy, you know, and, and I'll keep, I'm going to keep referencing this throughout this. So my apologies right now, but in 08, from the beginning, he ends that movie. I am Iron Man to end the book. I am Iron Man. It's just peak. That's peak. Like. I don't even know what the fuck to compare that to, but that's like peak comic book nerdgasm. Like, holy shit. I was there in 08, <laughs> May 4th, 2008 in the theater, uh, Magnolia theater in Cold Springs, Florida. Yeah. I remember where I was. I remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Magnolia Regal. I used to fucking work there. <laughs> like, I remember where I was. Burger King burger in his hand. I am Iron Man to the gauntlet after Thanos is hit, hit him with the I am inevitable clink. And I am Iron Man. <laughs> just like, come on, man. I'm getting goosebumps now just thinking about it. Like, just that's just I, I don't even how do you how do you top that? Like, that's how that's how you end a fucking movie, man. That's how you end a book, dude. Like, come on. Come on. Like, that's amazing. That is amazing. That was, man, I'm, I'm, this is a bad time to be at a loss of words because I'm doing a podcast, but I, <laughs> like, even, even to this day, so many, so many, uh, so many months removed from, from, from watching it, uh, in the theater. Just like, wow, man. Just what, like, what the, very easily and very clearly the best moment of Avengers Endgame. I am Iron Man. And, that, and, Spoiler alert, it's going to be an answer for a couple more of these categories. <laughs> I think I'm just, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, just fair warning here, fair warning here. Okay. Um, all right. So now favorite scene, I tried to mix it up because, you know, some of the answers could have been the same and I kind of want to represent a lot of the movie uh, because again, honestly, I, the whole movie could be the best and favorite of everything. It just the whole thing, all of it. You know, so, but, you know, obviously we got a podcast to do, so we're going to kind of break it down. All right. So runner up for favorite scene. First runner up, Hail Hydra. I just got a call from the secretary. I'm going to be running point on the scepter. Sir, I don't understand. We got word there may be an attempt to steal it. Sorry, Cap. 
I can't give you the subject. I'm gonna have to call the director. That's okay. Trust me. Hail Hydra. Like, Captain America, the Winter Soldier is, is, I'd say, arguably the best MCU movie. And I, and I think if you were to poll, you know, uh, MCU fans and even comic book fans in general, if you want to add in DC or whatever, just talk comic book movies, period. But if we, you know, stick to specifically to, to MCU, it's pretty consistently in, I'd say, everyone's top five, maybe even top three. You know what I mean? Like pretty consistently there. It's, it's, it's that good of a fucking movie, right? Um, and I believe that's the that's the introduction to the Russo brothers. So yeah, yeah, that's all right. That, the Winter Soldier is the introduction to the Russo brothers. So again, this is this is another one of those kind of progressions from Cap and kind of being stubborn in his ways to getting to the moment to where, okay, in 2014, I would have fought everybody in this elevator. In 2019, or actually they were five years later, so 2023. In 2023, I even mean, know in 2023, time travel back to 2012. <laughs> Try to keep up with me. Try not to be confused here. Um, knowing what I know and knowing what I've been through, the smarter way, you know, because Cap, Cap worked, I'd say Cap worked hard. And, uh, you know, uh, you're not saying, you know, work smart, not hard, or work smart and hard, I guess it should be. Um, in this, but in this moment, instead of, you know, typical cap would have worked hard and like he did in winter soldier, he would have fought everybody in that, in that elevator. But yet in, in here in Avengers Endgame, the smart play would be, let's, let's try and get out this the easiest possible way. Let's hit him with a hail Hydra. Cause I know what happened. I was there. <laughs> that's the advantage I have here. You know, let's take advantage in this moment. You know, and I also what I love about that scene was the way they framed it. They even framed it the same way they shot it in Winter Soldier. So it, it, it like soon as he even gets in, it start you start to get the vibe of how you felt in that moment in in Winter Soldier. You know, and that's arguably one of the greatest fight scenes in the MCU. And they like they again they even frame it up and start to cue it up, and you're like, oh shit, he's about to fight everybody in this motherfucker. And then he. Hell Hatch. And you're just like, huh. And it walks out with that little smirk, which is, it's just that, it's that wink and that nod to the audience. Like, I've learned. <laughs> yeah, I've learned. I know you, I know you remember how I used to be. This is how I am now. You know, we've come and we've grown together, you know, as audience and as character. It's just kind of one of those, here's my wink and a nod to you guys here. <laughs> so that's, uh, and again, that's, that's a runner up. That's what, that's what great everything is in this thing. Okay. Second moment. And it's very early on in the movie, because obviously, as you can hear, we've been talking a lot about the end of the movie. This is this is very early. On. This is probably what first fifteen minutes of the movie. Thor goes for the head. My father has many things. A liar is not one of them. <sighs> Thank you, daughter. <sighs> Perhaps I treated you too harshly. <laughs> What did you do? I went for the head. 
Now, this moment here, man. Whew. Thor. Especially after Infinity War, Thor was especially crushed because of everything he lost. Obviously, he shares that moment with with Rocket as he's, you know, explaining what he's lost and how he's come to this part and just how much he needs the revenge on Thanos. And obviously, you knowing the results of Infinity War, and that was a commentary coming out of it, out of the movie of Infinity War. Why didn't he go over the head? You know, he went he went for the chest. But he was emotional. And I think and I, and, and he wasn't thinking with his with his head on to <laughs> he wasn't you know he wasn't thinking with his head he was thinking with his heart and everything he had lost and he wanted Thanos to feel it so instead of going for the head he's going for the chest I'm gonna make you know and he even tells him I'm gonna make I told you I was gonna make you pay for that and so to bring it back here on just just this emotional roller coaster of just him you know just he's just feeling because he it, it, Thor himself felt like you know he's the strongest Avenger he felt like he failed if anybody should have been able to defeat Thanos, it should have been Thor. And he felt like he failed not only his family and his loved ones, but everyone. He, he failed the whole universe by letting Thanos get what he wanted and not aiming for the head, which he could have cured if he would have aimed for the head. So to bring that back in the in the first quick moments too, like because I, I remember watching it as far as the trails were concerned, and I'm like. Oh, that's okay. That's probably got to be middle of the movie, maybe towards the end of the movie or whatever. You know, that confrontation with Thanos. Because you honestly, at, at going head in, you didn't know how much Thanos would have been in the movie, you know, and whether the movie would be more about the time travel and, you know, whether there might be a rematch or whatever to Thanos. So they kind of, they kind of, they kind of bait and switch you a bit and they, they give you Thanos early. But, you know, he's, 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 he's beat up and, and he's been through and, and the, and he, he snapped the gauntlet twice. You know, wants to 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 do what he did, and and then wants to to get rid of the gauntlet itself. And so he's he's damaged. He's not the he's not the 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 big brute warrior that he was, you know, prior prior to those snaps. So he's you know he's we're sitting there. He's we're catching him at dinner time. You know, they run up on him, and before they can even get any answers, as he's explaining what he's done to the gauntlet and and to the stones, and and that he destroyed the stones again. Or not again, but but destroyed the stone so they can never be used again. And that what he did um, would would never be reversed. Thor aims for the head, you know, and 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 he even says it, you know. Rocket Rocket asks, "What did you do?" And he's, uh, you know, just and just at a just at a loss and just feeling, just feeling like I I had to do something because I felt like I didn't do enough. I went for the head, you know. But in this moment, we kind of needed answers. Thor, we didn't need you to go for the head right now. You know, and then that obviously then puts us on the trajectory of, of Thor just kind of losing it. And not only mentally, but obviously later, as we see in the film, physically, as he's, you know, he's, he's fat Thor as, as, as he, as he gets deemed or, or bro Thor, however you want to name him. Um, but you know, that, that was, uh, uh, the reason why this is one of the runner ups for me. It, it was one of those moments to where I liked, I really liked the character development of the hero the the biggest and strongest well not technically biggest because the hulk is the biggest but you know the strongest avenger felt the weakest in that moment it felt like he didn't do enough you know and then that that put us on the trajectory of him 
just losing. You know what I mean? Because you think, I mean, obviously, he, he's a god, and and how could he ever feel down at any at any moment? But he, but he does, and he did. You know what I mean? And and it and it and it humanized him, um, in a sense. And when I, you know, when most people would think in comic book movies, you can't get these, you can't get these type of things. But but you do, and and we did. And then this moment, and so that's that's what made it a a runner up for me. So, okay, you got Hail Hydra. You got Thor goes for the head. And then number one for favorite scene, my answer, the portals. Captain Sam, can you hear me? On your left. Uh, and yeah, of course, we're headed back to that to that third act, that third climactic act there, man. And 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 not and obviously, you know, moments was with Avengers Assemble and and all that. But I'm talking specifically right before I'm talking before we even get to it when it's just you've got the moment, and I'm I just called the portals to shorten it, but the moment where it's every Iron Man's knocked out, uh, uh, uh um. Thor is Thor is um, incapacitated at the moment, and it's just it's just Cap with a broken shield and Mjolnir in, in hand versus Thanos and an army, and it's just, it's one of the first of all it's one of the most picturesque shots of the whole of the whole movie. It's 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 beautiful. It, you know the the last stand, the last man, that kind of that kind of thing, and then you get that little that little radio. That little carpet sand, can you hear me? And when I tell you, the tears started flowing from my eyes. And I'm like, oh my God. Carpet Sam, can you hear me? On your left. Oh, boy. Oh, again, I'm getting goosebumps again just thinking about, man, are you kidding me? On your, again, again, this whole movie was, was fan service, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. Again, being there, 2014, Captain America, Winter Soldier, top five on everyone's list, at the very least top five on everyone's list. The first time you meet Anthony Mackie's Falcon. And they're running, they're racing around that, around the Washington Monument. And Cap, <laughs> on your left, <laughs> damn it, <laughs> don't you say it, don't you say it, on your left, to bring that back in that moment where it's like, this is the last stand, I am the last man alive, I'm the last one standing here, and I got, and it's nothing but an army in front of me. But here comes the cavalry. Here comes backup. Not only here it comes back up on your left cap <laughs> on your left cap. Come on, man. Come on, man. And then the portal start to open and it's the sling ring opening, you know, from Dr. Strange. And you're like, Oh, not only do I hear Sam in my ear, I also clearly strange is here. And the first one to walk out, Wakanda forever. T'Challa, 
Okoye, Shuri, ready to fight, and then the rest come. And everyone starts to come through. And then the music. Just, oh my God, man. That was, that's, that's my, that is my favorite scene. That's my, that's my favorite scene of this movie. That is my favorite scene of this movie. And, and look, they, 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 these things change every time I watch the movie. Cause I, I, as I've repeatedly said, I love this entire movie. So, but man, man, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> the portals. That's what I'm calling that. The portals. Okay. So now we're on to favorite lines. For number three, it's another cat moment. And it's and it's right after Cap says Hail Hydra. And then he starts to fight the younger version of himself. The 2012 version of himself, right? And Cap and and obviously he thinks he's Loki, because obviously in the little bit scene earlier, which I love because that gave us kind of a different perspective from Avengers twenty twelve. And you got to see like the extension of that scene, and that was kind of cool to see. Um, just kind of from that, from that, uh, different, different perspective there. So, and you see him, you see Loki change into, to Cap real quick and then change back. So obviously they know Loki can, has this ability and that he can do it. So when younger Cap sees present Cap, he thinks he's Loki. He's like, look, man, I'm not Loki. I'm just not, you know. <laughs> and so obviously he doesn't believe him. So they begin to fight. And Cap, and, and younger Cap hits, hits present Cap with that classic line. And here, and here's my line. Here's my, here's my first runner-up line. I can do this all day. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and it's just, it's just that self-awareness of Cap at this point. Obviously, we spoke about it with Hail Hydra, where he would have worked hard in that moment and instead worked smart and, and using Hail Hydra instead of fighting everyone in the elevator. And it, 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 it continues that self-awareness from Cap. To where he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Just like, I, I know. <laughs> it's like, man, I, 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 I sound like this. You know what I mean? It was, it was just a brilliant moment. And, you know, obviously, obviously we love Cap and, 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 and he's, he's Captain America. Like, but, you know, for, for, but we realized that Cap's, Cap's got his sayings, you know, Cap's tried and true. We know what he's going to do. We know what he's going to say. Um, but to, 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 to kind of bring it back in this moment, um, uh, was, was brilliant. I thought, I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. Um, and just a little, another bonus when he finally beats his younger self. <sighs> that is America's ass. <sighs> just, just, I just want to add that in there too. That whole, that whole sequence right there. You know, I could also could have been runner up for favorite scenes, that whole, their whole fight. Um, against each other, but, uh, but yeah, the, the, uh, the, the, I can do this all day. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> just, just brilliant. This, and the, the performance of it from, from, uh, um, uh, Chris Evans was, was also brilliant as well. So, um, my number two, my number two runner up is. And I And I, I know, I know that probably should be the number one. But since I had it for best moments, I figured I'll go ahead and use it for 
look, it's my list, damn it. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to choose what I want to choose. So, but I am Iron Man. And as we spoke about, you know, what it meant and, and again, to start this book with I am Iron Man and to end it with that as well and to, for what it represented and, and what he represented and, and obviously the loss we then gained from that after that, knowing the consequences that would come. You got to go out on an Iron Meyer, man, you know, and and just Robert Downey Jr. was just we'll get to performances. But Robert Downey Jr. just gave a terrific, terrific, terrific performance there. Um, but I want but I want to get to my number one here. And it's 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 one I should have added in my uh, favorite scenes, but I figured I can speak about it with the uh, with the with the quote here. So it's actually it's actually when Thor is finally talking to his mom because Thor goes back to Thor the Dark World, Thor 2, which is a much maligned and usually is on the top pretty consistently on, on the bottom five of everyone's, if not the bottom of every, of everyone's, uh, uh, MC, MCU list. Um, and so, you know, he, he didn't get to say goodbye to his mom in that movie. And so he, so here we come here, man, to get to the moment to where he can actually say goodbye. And we got this a couple of times, right? We even got it with Tony actually being able to say goodbye to his dad too, because he never got that either. So that was it was just another just another special moment in between these two. But it's what she said to him that just like I ever since I've been hearing it, man, I, I carry it with me. And and she says to him I'm not supposed to be like everyone else, am I? Mm. Everyone fails at who they're supposed to be Thor. The measure of a person of a a hero is how well they succeed at being who they are. And I was just like, I I was in the theater just like, whoa, that cut deep. You know what I mean? Like, because I I think everyone can relate to that line, right? We all just growing up in life, and and obviously if you had uh, you know enough in certain experiences in life, we're we're still all currently trying to figure out who we are and what we want to be or what we're supposed to be. You know what I mean? You grow up in a certain environment and, and your family does certain things and you're, you're, you're quote unquote supposed to do this certain way because you're looked at this certain way. But I I just love the way she says it to him. And, and, and yes, even a God can, can, can feel insecure in these moments. And even a God can doubt himself in, in these moments and, and trying to figure out who he, who and what he wants to be. And and of, co- of course, leave it to a mother to to kind of rest, you know, kind of rest your fears, and 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 let you know, hey, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be all right. Everyone fails at who they're supposed to be. A measure of a person, of a hero, is how well they succeed at being who they are. And man, that when I, that line hit me so hard, um, and like you wouldn't think, uh, and a lot of people feel like you wouldn't think you would you would get something, uh. Um, that emotional, that that hard hitting, that heartfelt, you know, in a in a movie such as an Avengers Endgame. But again, that's another one of those moments that I love. It's obviously it's not a big action scene, it's not the big climactic, it's not Cap picking up Milner, it's not Avengers Assemble, but but it's something that you can you could take and and hold with you dear, and know that like it it'll be okay, it's gonna be all right. Succeed at who you are. Stop trying to be what you're not supposed to be or what everyone thinks you are supposed to be or what everyone expects you to be. Succeed at who you are, you know, 
And so that just that, yeah, that just, just on a personal level. And I think, honestly, I think everyone could kind of relate with that line as well, that it just really hit me um, in the moment in the theater. And I was just like, dude, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> like, man. And, 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 and that scene in itself, honestly, in that line in itself, I'd say redeemed Thor the dark world all to itself, because otherwise you wouldn't even have realized that his mom had, had passed uh, other than the fact that they tell you. Um, but you know, it, like it, it, it hits a little even harder knowing if you had seen Thor the dark world, knowing what happened there and knowing he, that he didn't get to say goodbye to his mom and have his mom come and, and, and reassure him in that moment. And, uh, and then that also leads to him calling for, for millionaire in, uh, and I believe that was 2013 and, uh, and realizing he's still worthy, you know, you know, only, you know, only your mom, only your mom could do that or whatever guardian or parent, you know, like could kind of reassure you and let you know, like, it's going to be all right. You're still worthy. <laughs> and that was, uh, that was a great moment. And then this then little side note, she tells him, you know, eat a salad. <laughs> so that was, that was great. It was great. Give you some words of wisdom and then uh, a little critique, you know, just like moms, <laughs> just like moms to do. So that was my, um, that was my favorite line of, uh, of the movie. That was for sure. My favorite line of the movie. So now heading into our favorite performances, for my runner-up for favorite performance, I wanted to put Widow here because obviously I haven't mentioned her at all, you know. Um, but she definitely deserves to be to be mentioned. I I thought, man, I thought her Scarlett Johansson was was brilliant. This was a, I mean, this was an amazing year for her in in 2019. She got nominated for for two Oscars for her performance in Jojo Rabbit, which was great, and her performance in Marriage Story, which was phenomenal. And she gave a brilliant performance in Avengers Endgame as well. Again, obviously, people will look at Jojo Rabbit and, and Marriage Story with probably more esteem than they do in Avengers Endgame. But she she performed her ass off, and I thought I thought the emotional moment she was able to hit and 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 able to uh, portray very very well. I mean, she Scarlett Johansson for Christ's sakes. So like like I, I didn't ex- I didn't expect any less. Um, but you know, as I was speaking to earlier, you know, the small moment she has with with uh with cap you know over you know eating the uh eating the peanut butter sandwich and and then um you know the moment she has when she's she's kind of heading the whole thing you know where 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 they're stripped for parts at this moment everyone's spread across the galaxy but someone kind of has to keep it in control and keep it unlocking and here it is widow there you know keeping everything intact and 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 the moment even the, even the smaller moment she has with um with Rhodey. You know, with Rody Rody updating her on on what um Hawkeye had been doing, you know, under the under the Ronin persona, and the kind of damage he'd been doing, obviously from from losing his his family, and in that moment they have in the rain, you know, and and she this obviously could have been a, a contender for, um, for for best line or favorite line as well is that um you know, you know when he when he tells her don't give me hope and she and she replies I only wish I could have gave it to you sooner. We found something. A chance, maybe. Go. Go what? Don't give me hope. I'm sorry I couldn't give it to you sooner. You know, just just the delivery in that, and and the way she was able to to perform, and then obviously the great sacrifice in the end when they're on uh Vormir for for the soul stone and 
and finally hearing her her father's name she didn't she had never knew it and red skull was able to to give that to her and and she knew the bigger sacrifice in order to keep the people she loved alive she had to make it and and she knew that that she got redeemed and and got a second chance through hawkeye so she owed him in the, in this moment you know and and the way they they play that fight the physicality physicality of that fight um just felt real and felt emotional and and just hit you know just honestly just really really hit and i thought scarlett johansson was um was was really really good in this movie uh just again add that performance when when you when you talk about a marriage story and you talk about a jojo rabbit at add her widow performance and and um and avengers in game to that to that 2019 list of of the great performances she was able to give and um in in 2019 so just definitely wanted to give her a shout out so that's first runner up for for black widow and then second runner up for me would be iron man i thought robert downey jr was spectacular in in this movie the the first off you see him you know the the physical acting of 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 being kind of you know deprived of water and food and and obviously th- there's some cgi magic there to make him look you know super super skinny but still he has to deliver that physically you know and and you know the kind of the kind of one-on-one he was having with uh with uh nebula i thought i thought was really it was done really well um and then the the the, the one that, that got me for 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 this one obviously we'll get to the end part but you know from the jump when when he comes off the the uh, the ship after after Captain Marvel brings it brings it back, they land they land the ship. He comes off and, and he just you know just the way he looks the way he looks at at, at Cap and it's just like I lost a kid, I lost him you know, um, and in that moment it's just like man I'm like man he's he's delivering this but then yet the resentment is still there you can still feel it so then we get to the moment of the blow up. Of to where he where he's just letting Cap have it. I said we'd lose. You said we'll do that together too. And guess what, Cap? We lost. And you weren't there. But that's what we do, right? Our best work after the fact. What are the Avengers? We're the Avengers, not the pre-Avengers. Okay. Right? You made your point. Just sit down. Okay. okay. Because like you were supposed to be there. You were supposed to be there and you weren't. And you said we'd do that together too. And you weren't, you know what I mean? Like that that right there and then and then the collapse obviously because he's just he's just exhausted and and i'm sure um you know hasn't had enough nutrients and hadn't had enough hadn't he's dehydrated and had had enough water and, and just like and man yeah i thought he i thought he um he he brought it he definitely brought it in this and then obviously in the closing moments in that in the end um with the final snap and the i am iron man and then even the even the even in the passing moment when he's when he's just there and just the, the the lifeless reaction to 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 the last few folks coming up to say to say a few things. You obviously you get that you get the replay of that moment with Peter, but just time on the reverse with uh with Spider Man and wrote and Rody comes and it's just a small moment with Rody, but I love that just to kind of a you know, kind of a hold of the head and a a nod and a you know a nod and a look and just like, you know, my friend. You know what I mean? And and, and then obviously when Pepper comes and she lets him know that it's that it's okay. You know, you can rest now. Tony. Look at me. We're gonna be okay. Uh, 
You can rest now. now that's that. Obviously, that could have been another um, a run a runner up or or the answer. Honestly, for for favorite favorite line is is Pepper. You know, calling back to a conversation they had earlier in the movie. You know, you, you know Tony telling her. You know, he could put away the time travel because he figured it. He figures it out. You know, he's like, I could put away the time travel and I could, and I could, you know, accept like, right now. We continue living our lives. But then Pepper says to him, yeah, you could do that, but you would, but would you be able to rest? And then to, to bring it back in that last moment, letting him know, like, we're going to be okay. You can rest now. Just, um, yeah, just, just, just a, a brilliant, brilliant performance from, 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 from Robert Downey Jr. And, and there was some talk about him, you know, possibly running for, for for an Oscar for it and, and and probably not specifically for Endgame but for the culmination of Iron Man in 08 to now in 2019 I th- and I think you could have made an argument for it. they they've I mean look they've gave given Oscars for worse things but um and they've and they've gave and they've given career achievement Oscars you know for a lot most of the time most people don't even get the Oscar for the movie that they should get it for um, that's, there's a, a countless amount of people where that's happened to, um, and, and movies what to where that's happened to, but you know, well, that's a whole nother discussion, but, um, yeah, I, th- I think you could have made, you could have made an argument for it. And I, I, as a comic book fan, as a fan of these movies and as a fan of Robert Downey Jr., I would have, I would have liked to see that, but, um, you know, he did get, he did get nominated for, uh, for a uh, Tropic Thunder though. <laughs> Love Tropic Thunder. Um, but, um, this is a little side note, <laughs> but um, no, I thought, I thought, I thought Robert Downey Jr. was, was brilliant, man. The, the, the performances in this movie, I think, I think were truly, truly carried it, um, alongside the action and everything as else. But my answer, my answer is Chris Hemsworth as Thor. That's my answer for favorite performance in this movie. Um, I thought Chris Hemsworth was brilliant. What Taika Waititi was able to bring out of him and let him un- and kind of unleash those comedy chops in Thor Ragnarok. I felt like he continued that in Infinity War and then continued it even more in Endgame. And the w- just that, that arc from Ragnarok to Infinity War to Endgame to go from the hero that, you know, lost his dad and lost to his sister that he didn't know he had and to unleash the, you know, uh, not the final version, but to unleash a new version of himself to then get crushed under the weight of losing, losing everyone he loves, you know, to then sink into the depression of that, you know, and, and, and to his failures, you know, and then to come back and, and kind of, you know, give one last fight, you know, in the end for, for Thanos in that climactic battle, I thought that uh, that whole performance there from Chris, Chris Hemsworth, it, it was it was all believable. The the dread and despair he was feeling, the kind of just I give up. I'm not worthy of these people. I'm not worthy to be king of Asgard. I'm not, you know, that kind of that that insecurity, that doubt that he had in himself. I thought he portrayed that all very well. And then just the comedy he was able to have too. You know, he was he was basically the dude. You know what I mean throughout throughout it. Um, and I thought that was, that was just another layer, you know, to to kind of continue that that role. And he he was he was my favorite character throughout the whole the whole movie. And he was he was uh, ended up being my favorite uh, performance as well. So that was to be Chris Hemsworth as favorite performance. So obviously, as always, with all these favorites and all these bests, you get to the least favorite. But honestly, man, <laughs> this is hard. 
this is really hard uh, to even find anything and even my answer i'm going to give you is pretty much a cop-out <laughs> i'm not going to give you an answer i'm not going to give you an answer for um for for my least favorite thing uh at least i'm not going to give you a, a sufficient one anyway i'm going to give you my answer and my answer is my least favorite thing about this movie is that it ended is that it ended the book and that it finished and that you know, I mean, 11 years in, in 22 movies and one hell of a ride like this franchise is, is honestly. I honestly did not think I would see in my lifetime seeing characters again, like, you know, like like I stated earlier. You know, I was around at the point where you were only getting Batman movies because that was the only hero that would kind of sell like that and that people would you know spend their money to go see. And so to to get to this point. You know, again, with, with talking, talking trees and talking raccoons and the culmination and seeing characters you never thought you would see on on the big screen. <sighs> like you, you could have you could have made this a four hour movie and I would have I would have loved it even more and loved and loved all of it. I just wanted to stay in it and, and never let it go and never let it end, you know and 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 not move on and, and just and let's just be here you know let's just stay here and so yeah my least my least favorite favorite thing is that is that it ended and yeah that's a cop-out <laughs> i'm i'm 100 admitting that that is that is a cop-out answer but i i love this movie that much and it, it means that much to me so i'm copping out i'm copping out my least favorite thing is is that it ended and i wish i could have stayed there for more of it and so this kind of perfectly segues into my answer for who won the movie and i think the answer for who won the movie i'm I'm gonna say i think we did right i think the fans did i think i think fans of the mcu i think hell even even the casual fans because you don't get the 2.8 billion dollars without the casual fans right so in the front in the and in, in the just soul fans of the franchise not just comic book movie fans um, you know, comic book movie fans don't get you to two point eight billion dollars. Um, you know, I, I think we did. I think I think the fans. I think we we wanted an experience, and since two thousand eight, experience is what we got. You know, um, as a, as a fan of comic books and, and as a fan of movies, I couldn't ask for I couldn't ask for much more. The um, this this movie was everything for me. Um, I it was it was honestly it it was everything. It was everything I wanted and and some. I, I couldn't have I couldn't have asked for more, and I, and I was glad I was able to have it. I was glad I was able to experience it. I was glad I was able to experience it in the theater. At that, you know, it's, it's it was definitely one of those things you you had to have seen, and and I get to see it. I got to you know, you know, fit, the big TVs aren't aren't as expensive anymore, so you know, I got a fifty inch TV where I can turn it on and watch it in four K and all that stuff. But to be able to have that moment and experience that in that in that theater, I can say as a fan of it. I can say we won. <laughs> I can say the fans, the fans won. And of course we're going to get more and the more coming out. And I, and I'm completely looking forward to black widow and cannot wait to see that. But yeah, the, the, you know, the closing of this book, <laughs> the closing of this book, I think, um, I think we won for them, especially for them to be able to nail it, to be able to stick that landing again. I, I want to reiterate how, how hard that is to actually do. That's not an easy thing to do to have a such a long standing and a and a and a and a, and a uh, so much beloved franchise with so much beloved characters and to be able to 
nail it to be able to stick the landing it's just so rare it's just really so rare again even some of the most beloved things in the world weren't able to weren't able to stick the landing you know so for them to be able to accomplish that it's just phenomenal and i think and i think we we won for it <laughs> honestly i think i think we won uh we won for it and so um here we are at the last question of every pod the namesake we always ask that cinema or that's not cinema. And obviously this movie takes a special, a special connotation for that because, um, it was the Marvel movies that Marty was, um, was speaking upon when he, when he made the comments of that's not cinema. And obviously he, you know, he, 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 he kind of backtracked that and he, he, he didn't know the difference between Marvel or DC or whatever, <laughs> you know, but, but you know, it's what he said. It's, it's what he quoted, you know, but he's an, he's an old guy and a, and a fucking legend. So, um, he's, he, he's got a right to his opinion, but you know, just, just to go over, um, as Marty describes it, cinema as human beings trying to convey emotional and psychological experiences to another human being that is cinema for marty and for me i'd argue and once i heard marty's quotes i'd i which is the first thing i'd argue i'd say avengers endgame does that i say avengers endgame does that in folds you know i i think avengers endgame very explicit explicitly you know almost to the detriment of some people who don't like the these quote-unquote slow start to the movie i think Avengers Endgame does you know um have human beings and and non-human beings you know conveying emotional and psychological experiences to another i i think i think avengers Endgame wholeheartedly does that and so with that being the answer avengers Endgame, that's cinema <laughs> like that is cinema very very easily that is cinema um man it, it has been a while since i have talked about this movie and I'm so glad I was able to talk about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad for, for those who stuck around to listen to me talk about it. Um, I love this movie. <laughs> I, I, I really do. I really do. Like, uh, like I said, it was my number, number four of 2019. Um, you know, with all the prestige movies I had on, on that, on that top 10 list and whatever, like Avengers Endgame had to be up there for me. It was one of the best, uh, theater experience I, I had. Um, in 2019, easily one of the best theater experiences I had, uh, 2019 and, and so much. So it, it, it just, it just hit that much harder for me. And, and again, like I said, it's been a while since I was able to talk about this movie and, and, um, and just get my full thoughts out too. That's kind of why I wanted to do it, wanted to get it out solo. Um, just to, just to hear how I felt about it, you know, and not have to go back and forth with it. Um, with, with someone else, you can just get what I had. Um, cause I don't think I, I don't think I did anything. Um, I, I made a video about it, but anyway, I'm, I'm getting along with it and this has already been a hour long podcast. So, um, as always, if a movie makes you feel anything and Avengers Endgame definitely made me feel that cinema. Peace. Value of a film that's like a uh, theme park film, for example, uh, the Marvel type pictures where, where the theaters become amusement parks. That's a different experience. And it's like, it's not even, it's a, I was saying earlier, it's not cinema, it's something else. Not cinema, it's something else. Not cinema, it's something else. Not cinema, it's something else.